All right, welcome back to the Anthem Daily Podcast. My name is Bert Alcorn. We've been on a bit of a summer hiatus, so if you are new or newish to the podcast, uh, we've been putting out these daily podcasts since uh, about the middle of March, when at least we here in Ventura County went on a version of a lockdown quarantine, things closing, not being able to gather, et cetera, et cetera, which now feels like just normal life to all of us. So we started this as just a a, a daily like thought provoker, something uh, particularly for our community, although the reach, the reach has been much, much wider than we ever anticipated. Um, and I hope it's been an encouragement to you. But where we started was just trying to offer a daily moment, um, an encouragement towards practice, an encouragement towards prayer, something to stir our deepening life with God, uh, just something to keep our eyes focused on the prize in the craziness of the season, right? How do we follow Jesus in our current time and our current place? And what's come out of this is some amazing interviews, some brilliant storytelling uh, from from others, um, some really interesting practices. I, I think digging into some cultural issues and and trying to genuinely equip anyone who's listening for the work of service or the work of ministries. Ephesians four says so. We're kicking this podcast back off. So I, I took July off. Me and my family, we actually we shut everything down, closed down the laptops, like closed down the email accounts, everything. Um, our, our team took over for us in July. We got to get out of Ventura for a little bit. We got to just have some downtime, some brilliant, solid investment in family. Thank you for all of you guys who have been praying for us in, in that particular season. We came back so rested, so refreshed, and so excited for the next season that God is taking us on. And so what ended up happening was July ended up being a bit of a rest, stop, recharge, pause, hear from God, be ministered to by the Holy Spirit, just enjoy his presence without uh, the burden of needing to produce something after that. Um, and then we came back in August and and particularly with our elder team for our church, but even for, for myself and for Sherry and I and for our family, just went into a place of... Um, like revisioning for the future, um, just kind of reimagining our life, my my work habits, our family life. Uh, we with our elder team, with our entire church, and and there's more to come on that that I'm very excited about. But just kind of taking August as this pivot, this transition moment uh, to really ask the question, do we have to do things that the way we've been doing? So some things are good and we're excited to continue or bring those back. And some things maybe can die off and, and not come back. And and that's what a lot of August has been. And so when we left off the podcast, we kind of said, we don't know if the daily format is going to be the right way moving forward. Who knows how long this is going to last? Who knows what um, will be sustainable for me, will be interesting and engagement worthy for you listening. And so uh, we're still working on some of that stuff. But um, what I am doing today is I'm going to kick off a re-release of one of our more important uh, like podcast mini series that we did back in April, end of April, early May. Uh, because this past Sunday, we wrapped up a little two-part series talking about how to become a non-anxious presence in our city. And so week one was really all about just identifying the anxiety and turmoil in this world and uniquely maybe what's affecting Christians, those who follow Jesus, maybe more so than others, or what's affecting us at the same rate that's affecting those who don't follow Jesus. And, and that should be disturbing at some level. Um, 
And yesterday I wrapped up with week two, which was kind of all around like how, how then do we, li- do we form some counter habits? Do we live um, not following that same way? And so we kind of wrapped up week one saying, okay, so the, where, we, where we land is like we, we are to become people of peace. If we're following the model example of Jesus in a world of chaos, confusion, anxiety, we are to be a non-anxious presence, a person of peace, which leaves us with the question, how do we do that? Which was all about week two. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, uh, there are some familiar things coming back. We talked about a rule of life and we talked about how a, a, a good rule of life is like a good trellis on which our discipleship to Jesus grows and, and deepens. Um, but we also wanted to re-release a series we did, uh, a 13-part series um, back in the spring that we called Come Back Stronger. And it was really saying, hey, we don't really know what the season is going to look like. We, we don't know how long this is going to go, but no matter what happens, when this is all done and we move on to the next season of whatever, we want to come back stronger. We want to take this season um, to actually like thrive, not just survive. We want to come back stronger, not weaker. We want to come back more mature, not more immature. And now that we're five, six, some odd months into this, I wonder if you're already seeing some of the cracks in your foundation, maybe some of the cracks in, in those closest to you. Um, where, where maybe there's the potential to come back weaker or more immature or just like barely hanging on to dear life. And, you know, of course we have so much grace and compassion for, for those stories, but at the same time, we, we want to commit to actually come back stronger to say like throughout Christian history, times of, um, challenge, hardship, persecution has always refined and, and reformed the church and we, we want to embrace that refining and that pruning process. So we want to come back stronger. So what we did is we did a 13-part series on coming back stronger. And the first five were all about trying to identify, like, how, how do we actually change? Who are we becoming? How do we change? What is, the, what is like a, a working paradigm for how we actually move from place A to place B, right? It's not, we've talked about this so many times before, your change, your growth, your development, it is promised, it's expected uh, in scripture, but it's not inevitable. It won't just happen to you, you partner with the Holy Spirit. So as of today, what we are going to do is re-release those five episodes this week, and then starting next Monday, um, I did a week on each rule that I unpacked this past Sunday. So first of all, if you miss, if you don't regularly listen to our Sunday sermons or you didn't get a chance to to watch or listen, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the last two weeks. I think they've been pretty important for our community. Um, And and it's going to really tee up what we're talking about here. So we talked about a rule of life this week, five episodes, all about how we change, coming back stronger. What does that look like? And then starting next Monday, there's going to be eight episodes in a row all unpacking a different rule. So we basically uh, on Sunday laid out this community rule of life saying, hey, no matter your stage of life, no matter your spiritual stage of life, whether you are single or married or have kids, no matter if you're old or young or whatever, this is a good rule of life for everybody, no matter your stage. So there's nothing on this list that anyone who is a Christian should or could not do. So it's really just like a baseline starting point. But I maybe devoted maybe two or three minutes to each rule on Sunday 
which is not nearly enough. And so starting next week, uh, where there's going to be eight podcast episodes in a row that will um, that, that will unpack in a deeper way each one of those rules, okay? So first step is if you missed or have not gotten a chance to watch or listen to the teachings from these past two Sundays, August 16th, August 23rd, go listen to those, go watch those. And then this week is going to be all about how we change and coming back stronger. The next week is a day on each practice. And so if you've been tracking with the Anthem Daily Podcast for a while, I would actually encourage you, don't skip out, like actually re-go back to these episodes and, and wrestle with, especially if you've been listening for a while and you've put some of this into practice, maybe it's time. We've talked about how a good rule of life is a working document. So maybe go reevaluate how it's doing. Maybe you've kind of slackened off. Maybe you found some alterations that have been really helpful. Whatever it is, take advantage of this moment. So today I'm going to kick off the first episode, Coming Back Stronger. Um, and this was originally released back in April on the 26th, I believe. And it all is all about um, Coming Back Stronger starts with a yes from you. So here's the re-release of our Come Back Stronger series, part one. All right, welcome to another episode of the Anthem Daily Podcast. Bert Alcorn here. Today is Monday, April 27th. If you are just joining us or you're just getting connected to this podcast, uh, just a quick primer on what this is, why we're doing it. Um, This is a daily podcast, Monday through Friday, just a short scripture, a thought, a learning, a teaching, a practice, a quote, a story, an interview, honestly, just anything to to point our eyes to Jesus and to continue seeing the season that we find ourselves in through the lens of the gospel and uh, how we can come out of this uh, stronger, healthier, thriving, and not weaker or limping. And so what we've been doing is we've been at this a little while now, and we've gotten to interview some amazing people, hoping to have some more interviews here coming up soon. We've been looking at different aspects of how we are engaging with God and his people during this time um, and just kind of started this podcast, orienting ourselves around this quote from Ignatius of Loyola, that everything in life has the potential and gives us the opportunity and the choice to like deepen our relationship with God or not. And so we as a, as a community here in Ventura are taking this opportunity to, yes, deepen our life with God. And what we're doing today is we're setting off on kind of a new um, podcast series. I don't really know what to call that. Um, it, it's not really teaching series. It's what we call our, our Sunday sermons when we do teaching series. It's, uh, I, I don't know what this is, but uh, the kind of the tag is, is to... Um, how do we come back from this stronger? Uh, and the idea is that we're we're in this for, you know, now six weeks. We're in this for another, I don't know how many weeks or months ahead of us. Uh, it's going to be quite some time before things come back to quote unquote normal. Uh, but the key question here I want to look at over these next few podcasts is how do we actually come back from this stronger? How do we how do we grow, not despite, but because of the coronavirus, COVID-19, the situation that we find ourselves in right now? How do we, as those who follow Jesus, actually seize this opportunity to say, like, God, what are you, what are you doing in me in this time? And so I want to ask a question just to tee us off a little bit, just to tee us off uh, for what we're going to be talking about today. And today is really going to open up a conversation for the next few podcasts. And that question is, who are you becoming? 
Now, uh, before you do the quick answer and then and then move on, I, I want you to maybe even pause this podcast for a moment. And if you have a notebook open or a journal open, like write down the question, ask the Lord, like, who am I becoming? And not like I'm becoming a nurse or I'm becoming a mom or whatever, but like really like look at the trajectory of your life. Who am I becoming? How are the decisions that I'm making right now with my time, with my money, my family, my job, how are all of those things shaping my future? If you, if you looked at yourself in 20 years based on just the decisions you're making about life right now, who are you becoming? Better yet, actually, as you look down the barrel of another, I don't know, three months like this uh, of social distancing, of businesses still closed, people working remotely, kids not in school, whatever, who are you becoming? And, and hit the pause right, right now and actually ask that question. Who are you becoming? Now, as a follower of Jesus, this is a really crucial question to grapple with because the question gets even more specific if you do follow after Jesus. That question then becomes, are you on track to become more like Jesus, expressed through your person, your personality, or are you on track to become something or someone else? Now, mash that with the who are you becoming? What do your decisions look like? If you were to just play out the decisions in your life right now, another three to six months or three to six years, are you becoming someone who's isolating from other people relationally? Someone who's being overcome by busyness and no margin or capacity? Someone who's becoming increasingly quick-tempered and short with people? Or are you becoming more gracious and loving towards those around you? In actually increasing your margin and capacity for God to do things in your life. Who are you becoming? Now, once again, I share this at the beginning, but the goal in this kind of in this overall podcast, the Anthem Daily Podcast, but also even this this little little mini series thing that we're embarking on for the next few podcast episodes, the goal is that you, you the listener, whoever you are, we, we're kind of made this podcast explicitly for those people who call Anthem Ventura home, but if anyone else is listening, that's awesome. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. And the goal explicitly is that you would come back stronger, healthier, and actually thriving in your relationship with God and others, not weaker, not unhealthier, and not limping. We want you to become stronger out of this. Now, I've shared with you guys on this podcast before that I did not come into this season super healthy. I came in actually pretty depleted emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And so this season hit me like a ton of bricks. And it took me three to four weeks and lots of really gracious people to share hard truths with me to do the course correct. Because I did not come in strong. I did not come in ready for this. Thus, I was going to come out of this weaker and limping if something didn't change. So the goal is for you, the listener, to actually come out of this season stronger. That you would look back on your life and look at this coronavirus time as like a season where like, man, this was the the, the crucible of so many good refining things. I'm not, I would not be who I am today without coronavirus. That's what, that's what the goal is for you. And so if that is interesting to you, listen on. I have a couple of ideas and thoughts I want to share with you today to really open up the conversation we are going to be in for the rest of this week. 
But the goal is that you come back stronger. And that goal is not just like a, a nice idea that I have for you. It's actually something we get from scripture. And so if you have, uh, if you're writing this down or if you have a Bible, go to Second Corinthians chapter 3. Because the picture we get from the New Testament is one of constant and continual change and transformation to be more like Jesus. The promise of the New Testament is nothing short of full-on transformation. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says this, And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image. Transformed into that same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Throughout the scripture, particularly the New Testament, we find that transformation or growing into the likeness of Christ is not only the goal, but it's the expectation of the Christian life. If you follow Jesus, the goal and the expectation is that you'd actually become more like him, that you would be transformed. And as disciples, as apprentices of Jesus, our predestined purpose is to become, is to be conformed into the image of Jesus. Now, here's the thing though, that transformation process takes two things. It takes participation, one, and intentionality, two. It will not happen without you, and it will not happen on accident. It takes participation and intentionality. And so that's how I want you to see this season that we are in as an opportunity for you to change, to become more like Jesus. You being home, whether it's remote working, whether you got laid off or just social distancing or home with kids or kids are home from school or whatever your current situation is, and it's been hard, right? Isn't changing things as much as it's revealing things that need to change? I want to say that again, whatever your current situation is, isn't changing things as much as it's revealing things that need to change in you. So let's take advantage. Let's be incredibly opportunistic about the season that we find ourselves in for our own personal growth and sanctification, because that process takes participation. You have to do something and intentionality won't happen by accident. One of the early church fathers, Augustine, once wrote, without him, we can't, and without us, he won't. So there are two key aspects, two things about how we change. Because if we say, okay, Bert, I'm on board. Let's take advantage. Let's be opportunistic about this season for my own personal growth. How do we do it? Well, I'm going to really take the next week to answer that question, but I want to start with two things that are important for us to settle at the beginning. The first is that this will take time. We change to become more like Jesus over time. Here's where that's a problem for us is in the, the secular kind of Western world that we live in. We want everything fast. I mean, literally people had a meltdown when Amazon Prime started slowing down their shipping times. They said, hey, we're going to make sure we're getting all the essential stuff to the right people. So we're going to slow everyone's shipping time and people freaked out, (laughs) right? And it's pretty crazy. If you're used to getting things in one or two days to then shop on Amazon and you're like trying to buy whatever thing you're trying to buy and you're like, it doesn't ship for another two weeks. You're like, what is going on? What am I even paying for? What is this whole Amazon Prime thing? But we've been so conditioned to expect things fast and just about everything God does in you is slow. 
Every good thing that God will do in you will be slow. Think of it like this way. You can eat food from a microwave. It, it is possible you will have edible food. You can pop something in and two, three minutes later have like a piping hot, fresh meal. But how much better is something that comes out of a slow cooker or a smoker, something that takes time and attention? Now, here's, here's the truth. God has a plan and his plan is to make you more like Jesus. That is his agenda for you. That's actually my agenda for you, that you'd become more like Jesus. Now we're invited into that process, but acknowledging that this is a process acknowledges one, it takes time. And it also acknowledges that you're not there yet. Now, there are many of us who can look at our own lives and go like, yeah, I definitely know I'm not there yet. There are many of us who follow Jesus consciously or unconsciously think you have made it. And I will tell you this, you are not there. You have not made it. I don't care how awesome you think you are. You're not perfect. You're not sinless. You've got a long way to go because this is designed to happen over a lifetime. Over a lifetime, we are becoming more like Jesus. And by the grace of God, those areas that don't look like Jesus become smaller and fewer and far between. But this happens over time. The second thing we need to grapple with is that this is a partnership. This is God's work in you and our work in us. It's God's work in you and your work in you. So we have some passages in in scripture that kind of seem contradictory, but they're meant to be held in tension. For example, 2 Peter 1 tells us to make every effort, to, to be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. Like this, this imagery of like, we are doing hard work to be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election, to make every effort to strengthen your faith. But then we have a passage like Romans 8. This is God is on about something in you. And Philippians 1, 6 says, He who began a good work and you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Right, That God is up to something. He's sovereign. He's predestined stuff. You're becoming someone wholly different because totally, just because of his work. And Philippians 1 says, the one who started a work in you is going to bring it into completion. And those aren't to be held in contrast. They're to be held in tension. Look at this for an example. Like Philippians 2 actually brings these two ideas together. Philippians 2, 12 and 13 says this, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only is in my presence, but much more in my absence. And here's the command, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, right? So this is your job. So you, the reader of this letter of Philippians, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. But he doesn't stop there. He goes in verse 13, comma, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. This beautiful tension of God's work for it is God who works in you both to, both to will and to work for his good pleasure and your work. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. At play here, it's this back and forth dance taking place to make you more like him. He's, he's doing the heavy lifting, absolutely, but you're not off the hook. God's at work and you need to be at work. God was at work long before you, enabling you to join him in that work. And so the question really stands, will you join God in the work he's doing in you? And this is the key question I want you to consider for today. 
Will you join God in the work he's doing in you? Because as we think about how do we come back from this stronger, we come back stronger by starting with a yes. Coming back stronger starts with a yes. If you are saying, I want to come out of this better, not worse, healthier, not unhealthy, stronger, not limping, it starts with a yes. It starts with three yeses. I'm sure there's more, but three to keep it short here. Three yeses. The first is yes to God. I think of that Isaiah moment, here I am, send me, like the the here I am posture, like this readiness and yieldedness, preparing yourself to partner with him in how he's working in you. And and this could be, honestly, it could be anything, but it could just be a sweet moment between you and the Lord where you just say, I'm finally ready. Let's do this. Be careful when you say that, but it could just be this moment that says yes to God. I'm ready to join you in the work that you want to and are doing in me. That's just the first yes, though. The second yes is a yes to family. Now, family, I kind of, you know, put in parentheses, roommates, best friends, whatever. In this season, those who are closest to you will see your best and your worst. And probably they've seen a lot of your worst. Our family has seen a lot of my worst in these last six weeks or so. And so how to come back stronger means starting with a yes to family, letting them in and letting them be a part of your change. Let them in and let them be a part of your change. Kids are not an interruption. They're a means of sanctification. Your spouse is not in the way. Your spouse is a means of sanctification. Kids home from school is not the ultimate bummer. It's a means of sanctification. You working from home, you laid off, you having to go to work in an essential job. All these things are a means of sanctification. Say yes to them, embrace them, embrace those limitations, let them in and let them contribute. And the third yes is a yes to community, to, to know and be known. It's, it's a yes to letting others in, not only your family, but others in to love you, care for you, encourage you, call you to the mat when you need it. Oftentimes we don't see our own blind spots and oftentimes our families don't even see our blind spots. So we need community. Coming back stronger starts with a yes. First and foremost, yes to God. Yes to our family and those closest to us. And yes to community, those we invite in to actively help shape and change us. Who are you becoming? Will you join God in the work he's doing in you? And will you start with a yes? I want you to come back stronger. I want me to come back stronger. I want my family to come back stronger. I want my community group to come back stronger. And all of that starts with a yes. We're going to get into all sorts of things in the next week. We're going to get into some practices. We're going to get into some few other scriptures, a few other quotes. And I'm very delighted and excited about that. But first and foremost, we have to settle the yes in our heart. Yes, God, we are going to engage you and your people in the process of changing me to become more like you so that when this is over, we come back stronger. Thanks so much for listening to the Anthem Daily Podcast. I love you so much um, that I, I can I can hardly put it into words. I'm so delighted to be on this journey with you guys. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.